Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Hello. How you doing? Today is Friday, right? Yeah. Yay. I had to think about it for you a second, though, as well. Okay. Because I wasn't quite sure. It's good to, again, see you. My little inside joke with myself because... Oh, yeah. I can't see you. I always pause and go, good to see, see you, but I can't see you. Um, again, happy Friday. Please like, share, comment, um, interact with us. We'd love to hear from you, see how you're doing. Um, tonight we're going to be sharing on a uh, topic that we have lots of experience in because both of us have wanted to quit... Um, a million times so we were gonna name it i was thinking about naming it uh reasons to quit because you'll always have them <laughs> can i get an amen can i get amen. an emoji ha hand huh. reasons to quit because you will always have them and many many reasons and many so let's oh you want me to okay sorry just like so that it's kind of you know where your where your voice is coming from or there we go good that's perfect um, so you, amen, Mario. Oh. Yeah, you, He's you, one, no, <laughs> never, 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 though sometimes, but never. <laughs> um, so you will always have reasons to quit. You have to learn how to overcome that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about how to be great in God. We've talked about how, like all these different things, but really when it comes down to it, um, what really matters is your relationship with God, your relationship with man, and how, again, how you're faring in life. Mm -hmm. The word of God says, may you prosper even as your soul prospers. The Holy Spirit thought it was important for that to be in the word of God. Yeah. That you would have... Because it's all connected. Why did Jesus come? That we might have... Life and life in abundance. Life in abundance. What does that look like for you? Mm -hmm. God doesn't want us to be living like, man, this really stinks and I feel like quitting all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want us to have to live like that. And so for you to... Hi, Victor. Good to see you tonight. Hi, Lydia. God bless you. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. If you have any questions throughout the broadcast, you can let us know. Um, we're a little bit more candid when we're live <laughs> on the World Wide Web than we are in person. Um, but... If you can get this into your heart and in your mind and really grasp a hold of some of these things that we're going to talk about tonight, it will help you to keep you, it will help you when you feel like quitting. Yeah. And if you can persevere and you can strengthen yourself in those times, um, then you can really move forward. Mm -hmm. And once you get past these crisis moments... Um, and we all have had crisis moments. Yep. Once you get past and through them, you are stronger and you are better. God wants us to get past and, and through them. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want us stuck in a rut feeling like we've been stolen from, we've been killed, or we've, we are being destroyed. And I think it brings you to a place where when the enemy tries again, you, you've all, you almost like learned, figured out his tricks Yeah. and you can, you can be a step ahead of him. And so if you keep fighting, keep pushing on, keep pushing forward and not give in to his, his games, his tricks, his ways, you'll learn, you'll get stronger, you'll get wiser. And yeah. so whenever he tries to come knock you off your feet again, you'll, stand, you'll stay firm, planted, um, and you won't, you know, 
what the word says like wherever the wind blows you know you won't go yeah, with tossed it. about like the waves yeah in the shore and i, I mean i know for me there's been plenty of times in my life where i felt tossed about with, yeah you know yeah up up now down now mm-hmm. i heard this news so i'm good i heard this news so i'm bad like that happens <laughs> uh-huh. and um we can give you uh some scriptures today to help you through those times and you know we've experienced like i said before we've experienced wanting to quit and coming to the other side of it. Mm-hmm. So we believe that this will help you tonight. And why don't we get straight into it? Amen. Numero uno. What is the name of the broadcast again? Uh, oh, keys. keys. For when you feel like quitting. So number one is the first key that I, that we want to share is know that things get better. It really does. Know that things get better. Mm-hmm. If you have ever been in a crisis, if you have ever been in a place where it feels like, man, the, the walls are crashing in on you, mm-hmm. um, it can feel like things will never change and this is going to be my life. Mm-hmm. But the redeeming power of God is able to take you up and out of even the worst time of your life. Yeah. And so... Uh, I was talking to Vanessa the other day. God God is the one who writes the last chapter of your book. The devil doesn't get to. The devil doesn't get to write the last chapter of your book. He doesn't get the last say in your story. He does not have the last laugh. Even, even I mean, just thinking about my own life and things that I've gone through, it can look like there is no way out. Yeah. I know there's plenty of times where I've come, I've gone to Nicole and go, I don't even know how in the world we're going to get through this. How in the world are we going to rise above this? It can really look in the natural eye hopeless. And then there would be like months that would pass or whatever amount of time that would pass and Nicole would come to me and be like, can you believe just six months ago, yeah. you didn't think you can breathe Yeah, and look at you're making it um no matter how hard or ugly or evil because things things are ugly sometimes yeah Mm -hmm. we live in a fallen world yeah um the enemy's coming to seek and destroy and he's looking who he can devour and Mm -hmm. he's we are the ones he wants you know so he's gonna come fighting hard um you have to know you know i know it's hard to think it because at the at certain times in my life it was hard to think it can ever yeah. get we're doomed you think you know it's over it's over why just go far or away i wish it would be over yeah nicole i want to run away i want to get away from everything and everyone and then time passes and you see wow the lord really brought you through things will get with god yeah. it has to yes no matter what it looks like with god it has to get better now i i do want to say like Obviously, circumstances change, life changes, and things get better just because of the, like, the course of time. Yeah. Like, circumstances do change. Things get better, like, in the natural, no matter what. Like, God does do things. But the Bible also says that even darkness will be as light to you. Mm-hmm. And so, I kind of feel like, man, that's the blessing of God on our lives, that even when we are in them, it's not just, I have to wait till I come out of it. For it to be better. Yeah. Though that, you know, you can trust the promise of God over your life that there is an out of it. Um, But sometimes you're in it still and you're like, well, I'm still in it. So it still doesn't feel better and it's still not good. But the Bible says that even darkness will be as light to you. 
Yeah. It will be like the noonday sun. Mm -hmm. And that's the blessing of God on your life as well. That even if you're still in the midst of this horrible mess, um, like I know there's people out there who you have family members on ventilators. Yeah. And it's like, man, when will it get better? And it's just this pressure um, on you about, you know, this family member who is sick. But even darkness can be as light to you. God can be that ever-present help in time of need. And it can change how you experience life, even in the darkest of times. Yeah. You can be like Jesus and, and sleep during that storm. You can yeah. be like Jesus and be able to somehow rest, not be uh, scared, frightened, troubled when that storm is happening. But when it's time to rest, rest. And then when it's time to get up and tell the storm to stop, you can do it. I think a lot of times also when we're in that storm, um, we are too much of afraid. Then we are thinking that uh -huh. we have this authority that yes. God has given us. We're so we're so concerned about the the trauma, the pain, the sickness, the mm -hmm. family problems, you know, whatever it could be. You're so concerned about because the issue is really serious. Yeah. And you're so concerned about what just happened in your life that is like traumatic that you don't take a moment to go, wait a minute, storm, stop. Yeah. Like be still. I think that's that's another thing we need to know. It can get better, but also if we are to be like Jesus, we can rest during that storm. And when it's time to get up and tell that storm to do something, we have that authority to tell that storm, stop. Yeah. Be still. Well, mine, stop. Mm -hmm. Stop thinking those thoughts, mine. Be still. Well, that's um like we were saying earlier, like uh, when you feel like quitting, when something happens and it just takes the rug out from underneath you, the problem or whatever it is that caused that feeling, it can feel all consuming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It can feel like this is the only thing that I can think about right now. And I know when I've been in those times, the most important thing for you to do is what the Bible says. It says in second Corinthians 418, fix your eyes, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen Yeah. for what is unseen for what, sorry, for what is seen is temporary. But what is unseen is eternal. And that's 2 Corinthians 4.18, right? Mm -hmm. Is that it? Yep. Sure. Um, and so you can't just fix your eyes on the problem. The more you fix your eyes on the problem, the bigger the problem becomes. Yeah. The more you focus on something. Um, when, when you bring... So all of us have taken pictures of ourselves or mm -hmm. we've been in a group of people who they took a picture and there's five of you what do you do as soon as you see the picture online you get it and then you zoom in <laughs> on yourself uh-huh right because mm -hmm. you want to see what do what does my smile look like do i have something in my teeth are my flyaways showing um you zoom in on yourself to the point where all you can see is you uh-huh and that's you know i'm maybe it's just women who do that maybe guys don't do that um, but when you zoom in on your problem, all you can see is your problem. Yeah. When you zoom in on that reason why I feel like quitting, mm -hmm. then all you can see is that. But if you would, if you would fix your eyes on what, on the unseen. Yeah. Which is that God is at work. God is your ever present help in time of need. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, he is, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they're saved. Yeah. Uh, he is with you. He is for you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. If you would fix your eyes on that, then it really helps you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to share a couple personal stories. I know for me, uh, a for instance, is, and this is just to share with you guys, things do get better. When I first started at Central, I was 24 or 23, I think. And I wasn't even allowed to drive the church vans yet, technically, mm-hmm. because I was so young, like I couldn't be on the insurance. And um, I used to pick up the boys um, and sometimes the girls too. And we would, ha- we would have basketball on Friday nights. And sometimes it was just me. Sometimes it was me and one of our workers. His name was Chad. And the kids loved it. I was horrible. I didn't know how to, obviously I'm no good. I would just try to trip the kids. Um, literally, like she's not like joking. Like literally that, that it was like a response of my leg. Instead of like trying to get the ball, I would just try to trip them. And I was like, I can't play with you guys. But anyway, they they went to get a drink from the water fountain and they ended up chasing each other upstairs and they were running all up up the stairs um, on the first floor and are on the main floor. And there was a service going on in some of the back rooms. And obviously you don't want kids yelling and running around when you're having a service. So I'm I'm understanding Um, But the leader of the group came to me and basically was like, um, you need to keep control of your kids. And I was like, I understand. I like, I know that I did something that was, I mean, I, I know I didn't have control on of them at that moment. There was like 15 of them and me Mm -hmm. that particular day. And so I was like, I know I understand. I'm so sorry. And they were like, no, it's not just, I'm sorry. Like we're having a service. You need to keep control of them. And I was like, again, I, I'm sorry. I do understand that. And they went on to say, and this is my first year, they went on to say, um, we will find somebody to replace you and we won't have this problem. And it had to have been the Holy Ghost because I'm a kid and this is a, this is a grown man. Like, and by a kid, I mean, I know 23 is not a kid, but when you're in like the church world, and there's somebody there. And it's your first time. It's, it's my your, first you time. You know, your first year. You know, that stuff burns. And it can do, it, it, ha, it does things to people in their 30s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it can do something. So this had to have been Holy Ghost boldness or some kind of rebellious spirit. I'm not sure. I think it had to have been the I'll Holy Ghost because it was good. <laughs> so I reply, because he says, we will replace you and this won't be a problem. And I said, you try to find someone who will take this job. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why I done said that thing. Wow, the nerve of the person. Uh-huh. Yeah, Victor. Mm-hmm. Um, but that stuff happens. Like every every profession that you're in, everything that you are involved in, if God has given you a gift and a calling, something will rise up against it. Yeah. And you have to know things will get better. Yeah. And so that was my first year. This person said that I was like, go on, try to find somebody who wants this job. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause at the time I was doing, uh, it was like full-time work on part-time salary. Yeah. And that was in my and it, head. And at that time it was just you really. Yeah. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, go ahead, try to find you, you somebody. Let's see it. 
But eventually, you know, they came back and apologized in the way that they knew how to apologize. And again, I understood that they were upset about the service. Like, we all know what that's like. Like, yeah. you you work hard to put on something and then there's distractions. So I, I'm understanding. But that was a plan to take me down before I even started. And you know, that's what the enemy will try to do. Yeah. He tries to get you before you even start. Yeah. Because if he can discourage you now before you even get started or when you're just at the beginning of it, you'll never try before it again. Before your roots go in deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'll never want to try it again. Yeah. You'll, you'll never want to follow through again. And once you're discouraged about that particular thing, uh, you're like, I, I call it quits. I tried and I failed. It's not for me. That's mm-hmm. not for me. But I praise God. Um, no one has tried to tell me off in the last, like, probably five years. Um, and things really got better. And it, it was a rough go. I want to say the first three, four years. Yeah. It was tough. It was like that plowing of fallowed ground. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a word? And how many, how many years have you been doing this now? Like ten and a half. And what is the statistic, statistics for youth leaders? When I started, it was like, they only stay for two years. Now it's a little bit better. Okay. But it's not, like, significantly yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. You, it, the enemy wanted to take you out in the beginning, yeah. and look, it, things got better, and you've been doing this for the most than most youth leaders. Yeah. And I have to... Glory to God. Give, yeah, give glory to God. And I, I share that with you to tell you... Um, you know, this was somebody in leadership. Like, this was somebody who could have, like, they could have tried to get me out. Mm -hmm. Um, and I could have been fearful and I could have quit and I could have just been like, this is not for me. I'm not up for it. Um, but things changed. Things got better over time. That is not, nobody comes up to me and is like, I could find somebody who will take your job. And I would not respond the way that I did that. I'd be like, I... I understand that you're upset. Yeah. No, I'd be like, I understand that you're upset. You know, we could talk about this a different time. Um, But because of that, I knew I got stronger and I want you to know things do get better. Like Mm -hmm. from personal experience, nobody's telling me that they could replace me. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way. It's just nobody's mean to me like that. Yeah. Um, That all happened the first couple years that I started. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that I was inexperienced and I would like, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. But you don't talk to somebody who's inexperienced like that. Yeah. Um, so go ahead. Tell us Tell us of a time that you've felt like quitting or that, you know, stuff has happened that you're like, this is not for me, but that things got better. Um, so I, I can't even remember how many years ago, but um, the ministry that I was leading in, uh, really the Lord put me in. Like I, that it was the Lord placed me in this ministry and here I am leading in this ministry but I was really just learning, learning how to be a leader, learning about the ministry and learning what to do from people and from the Lord. And so, um, do you want me to take notes? Like I'm, I'm like a, okay. No, no, no. So anyway, uh, someone comes into the ministry, into the ministry that I'm, I'm leading and I don't know how it all happened, but, um, there became problems of this ministry problems with this particular person and the ministry that I'm leading in. And I remember um, walking in. Are you talking about the one that I walked into the? Yeah, you I mean, but you can there, tell what there's you want. several stories. Why I want to make sure uh, the one that they had a fight what, in the yeah, bathroom. It doesn't matter okay. to me what you tell. But so I'm in a ministry. Somebody comes in and this particular person 
wants to be really, really involved in the same ministry as well as me. And I'm fine with that because I really am trying to learn. These I, are not people that we're hanging out with now. So if you think it's you, it's not. These it's are not not people you. that we really know anymore. Yes. <laughs> and, I, and listen, it's all out of love. Like I, I look at every situation how I can learn. But anyway, I go and I'm not mad at this person trying to like really, you know, be the boss, whatever. It's all good. I want to learn. So this person's involved. I'm just, you know, going along with it and trying to make the best out of the situation. So we're all in this ministry together. Um, I get asked to minister. Another person gets asked to minister. I'm all happy. I think everything is great and lovely because we're all on the same team. Because we're at church. Because we're at church, right? We're all on the same team. We can all minister. There's no, you know, two different, <laughs> there's no divisions like Nick that. Nick said I knew y'all were talking about me. <laughs> yeah, if you're, yeah, yeah, Nick. Yeah. Quit, quitting Quit is it. for quitters. So Amen. anyway, I go and um, I realized that there's these particular people who are no longer talking to me or they're gone. They disappeared. And I don't know why. Like, I don't understand. I don't, I am really oblivious to it. Like, really dumb to it so i mean i bump into one of them at a walmart one time and i run up to them and hug them it's no surprise to me that you were at walmart i know you could have just said at a random place. store and i would have known it was walmart so i tell nicole like i ran up to this person i hug them where you been i don't see you at central anymore what's up man i missed you or are you and the person's like really weird with me and i'm like oh man that's kind of strange maybe you know something happened at church because you know unfortunately things like that happen and I'm like, maybe something happened. That's weird. But, you know, she kind of brushed me off. That's all good, though. I'm okay. Um, people come over my mom's house sometime past that. And then I get to find out uh, through a conversation at my mom's house that there was a fight in the bathroom about me. And it was all to do about this ministry and a bunch of talk about me. And it was the very same people that when I would see them in out in the streets, I would run up to and hug them. <laughs> And I'm like now finding out. And, and they I'm were like, fighting in, in the women's bathroom. They were mad fighting in the women's bathroom <laughs> mad at me. And it has something to do with this ministry. It has something to do with, you know, I think people wanting, you know, to all be in charge or something. I really don't even know because no one really came to me that was hurt or offended or anything. But there was this kind of, um, I don't want to say drama because it is... It is serious for some people, so it's not just drama, but it was like this kind of controversy that surrounded the first several years. Several. And it wasn't just this this instance. There was, no. you know, several other instances. And wouldn't you say that that went on for like probably five years? So I do believe that a lot of this, this you know, and people like work hard not to have drama at church mm -hmm. because I think a lot of this drama started bleeding into other members of of the ministry that i was involved in and that i am involved in and and it started to affect the the ministry it started to affect the team other team members how they thought about me how they treated me how yeah. we all treated each other and, and it was because of this talk going on outside of the team um other people getting involved with the team people coming on the team it was this talk and it started to like this this really silly little thing that I didn't even know existed. Yeah. Didn't even know the details of and probably still don't even know completely the details. It grew so much so that it affected people that I was close to that, I, you know, that I actually did have a relationship with yeah. because of the other people who, who felt whatever kind of way they wanted to feel about their sister in the Lord. Yeah. And so for many years, I didn't just deal with this 
you know these women fighting in the bathroom or, or or these this talk behind my back and i don't even know for many years it was people i don't know people i do know and me just trying to you know lead a ministry that god put me in and really just saying lord you did this now teach me how to do this yeah but then there was all this friction because of whatever the enemy whatever hold the enemy had and it went on for years and i would go to the lord and go you put me here why why did you do this like why did you do this to me and i would say to nicole like i'm good i could just stay home take care of my kids and my husband like the lord put me here but why it is so hard i want to quit this is so hard nobody likes me everybody thinks i'm somebody that i'm not no one takes the time to find out you know really who i am yeah and so i wanted to quit and i was like lord you like this is on you now at that time did you see it did you see the possibility of it changing at all well no and it was because of how many years yeah the drama went on and now would you say it's it's completely changed oh yeah um the lord has really helped prune me the lord has really strengthened me he has really helped because at that time I was really hurt by how people thought about me, what people said about me. Mm -hmm. And I was realizing that I got so consumed um, with the problem. I enlarged the problem. And then I got so consumed with man and what man says about me and not what what God says. And that the fact that if God put me here, none of you can say any. You can say all you want, but God put me here. And it shouldn't matter to me. And it shouldn't matter to me. Yeah. Yeah. So... You heard her say firsthand, yeah, at that time, I didn't see that there was a way out and I didn't see that it would be getting better. And I was trying to quit. Um, but now it's a completely different story and yeah. none of that kind of stuff happens now. And it's really like the enemy. So what you need to know is the enemy is limited in his resources. We hear that he has only a third of the angels in heaven, only a third of them uh, misliving that Nehemiah life. <laughs> Mario, um, you saw that only a third of the angels went were swept off with uh, Satan. So he's limited in his resources. He has only but a third, and again, he's not he's not powerful. Yeah, we have the power, um, but he's limited in his resources. So he, if you have a call on your life to do anything, which all of you do, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans for a hope and a future. God has plans and a purpose for you. And because he does, when you first start out in that thing, the enemy is going to use everything that he can to try to get you before you start to get you off track from the jump. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we want you to know things get better. Don't quit. When you, this is a key. Know that things get better assure yourself of your faith mm-hmm. assure yourself in your spirit nope this is all getting better renew your mind be transformed by the renewing of your mind um wash yourself with the word of god and know things get better it got better for us mm-hmm. it will get better for you and we're nothing mm-hmm. and god has no respect well we're we're daughters of the king of kings um but god has no respecters of respecter of person if he did it for us he'll do it for you I also think um, I was talking when Nicole and I were talking about this, uh, whatever, 
today, yesterday, whatever day it was, I was thinking about, you know, um, the time, all the time that was wasted when I enlarged the problem, enlarged the fact that these people don't like me. These people said this about me. Who am I really then, Lord? Why'd you put me here? When I think about all the time that I put into enlarging this problem or trying to cater to whoever didn't like me or trying to fix the problem, I think about all these years that that really weakened my faith because it was it was so many years had i not years of words yes had i not um enlarged the problem or try to deal with it on my own or or get so consumed with the storm um and really handed it to god and 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 trust in his word um i would have seen myself out of that a whole lot sooner yes you would your problems can end a whole lot sooner a whole lot sooner um, than what you may be already experiencing if it's been 10 years of something five years or something or whatever it may be or the fact that you fear you are fearful i i see it this is going this is going to be forever it's never going to be the same yeah it can change i didn't have to wait so many years to feel like you know what lord no like you were often operating from under rather than over Yep. And that's what's changed really the last couple of years or f- maybe even few years. Like mm-hmm. you realize, oh no, I'm a little bit more on top of this. Yeah. Because of the authority I'm of the Christ. head. I'm never the tail. Amen. Above, never beneath. And so number two, we're going to move on. Um, keys for when you feel like quitting. I have to remember the title all the time. Uh, number two is... Go ahead, tell us. Oh, I was about to write the title for you. So every time you forgot, I can move and be like, yo, that's... No, that's you it just again. say it. That's it. All right, so number two, you said? Yeah. Two is the talk will die down. Mm. People can only talk about you so much. Yeah. Really, they can only talk about you so much. Think about it. Mm -hmm. When you get home from work, you got stuff to do. So, you know, somebody that you have juice on only lasts but so long. And I don't know. I know this, again, from personal experience. Eventually... People get tired of talking about whatever they think about your situation. So when you feel like quitting, I want you to know, like, we want to share this with you from experience. Talk does die down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People do get tired of saying the same thing Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. Um, Eventually, it will become old news. Yeah. When news is breaking news, it spreads very quickly. But eventually, it dies down. Like, and I feel like even if even if you feel like you know you know there are going to be lasting effects. Like maybe there's going to be relationships that never were able to be created because someone said something to someone about you, and then so because I know I felt that man Nicole. Like there's relationships I'm never going to really be able to have good healthy relationships with certain people because certain people said bad things about me to them yeah and so that kind of stinks you know like it would hurt my feelings i think mm-hmm. these are really decent people but they look at me some they perceive me a certain way yeah because of whatever they were filled with and so that kind of i would get really you know discouraged about it. that stinks i feel like these are cool people but i can't have this relationship because someone else did me Marred it yeah, yeah someone else messed it up even if you feel like and that may seem lasting the bible talks about how even jesus was hated people mm-hmm. you know you have to you have to come to a point eventually 
it hurts. So I'm not trying to downgrade it. But you have to come to a point eventually and go, even Jesus was hated. Even Jesus was talked about. He still is. He still (laughs) is. Yeah, that's true. Still to this very day. And forevermore will he be hated by somebody, talked, you know, lied about still to this day, you know. Um, And we are to be like him. Why would we expect it to be any any different? Nope to be any different and the world hated him and he was perfect how much more is the world gonna hate you like mm-hmm. <laughs> and so eventually my only spanish pizza. my only spanish guys but eventually you have to you know even if you feel like the talk because i know there's certain times in my life where i feel like the talk hasn't completely died down yet and it still time there's still time for it to die down <laughs> but i have to then go even jesus was hated he still to this day is talked about. Yeah. He still to this day is lied about. Um, and so who am I? Who am I to think that it's supposed to be better for me than it was for Jesus? Yeah. And if Jesus can handle it, then I can handle it. Yeah. I can I can do it and I can still rise above it. Yeah. I can still rise up on eagle's wings. I can still not faint. I can still keep going strong. Just like yeah. his word says, he's promised this to me. And so if I don't, if it doesn't seem like it could ever die down, who cares? Yeah. It was done to Jesus. So let me read you from James 3, verse 5. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. Mm -hmm. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person. Sets the whole course of his life on fire and is itself set on fire by hell. The tongue is itself set on fire by hell. You know, let's see. What is it? Proverbs 18.21 says death and life is in the power of the tongue. And there are, there is power in words. Yeah. And words have the power to bring life or to bring death. Mm -hmm. And so it is possible that someone's words can actually hurt you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sticks and stones may break my bones. And words really hurt. Yeah. They really hurt. uh, uh, Dallas' last podcast, the one that you were just talking about before we went on. What is it? What was her title? What did you say? What did you say? Something Something like that. She's talking about you know words matter words you it, it is the word of god that brought creation to be and it is yeah. the it is your words that brings you to you know where salvation. you salvation yeah so if it's your words that bring you to salvation it is the word that brought creation to be words are powerful yes words are very and so yes the word spoken over me or to me, or to you, or around you, or whatever, can really destroy you. If I tell you you're stupid, did that do something to you right now? No, not right now. So sorry. Why? Because you don't believe it. Because, yeah. But if somebody keeps saying something over and over and over again, eventually what happens is you start to believe it, and that's when there's power in it, because out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So once it gets into your heart is where there's a problem. So a tool for you to use when you're being talked about um, is 
you have to, I think, yeah, it's Isaiah 54, 17. Do you want to turn to that if you're able to? Or, um, yeah, look it up. Isaiah 54. It's it's the Bible verse that says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Oh, yeah. Um, but every tongue that rises up to, every tongue that comes to condemn you, you will rise up. Every tongue that accuses you, you will rise up and condemn. Say the real Bible verse, if you would. <laughs> because I gave you, I gave you my... I started learning the Bible in the NIV and then I, I thought changed she was going to gonna say, NLT I started version. learning the Bible yesterday. I started learning the Bible yesterday. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something silly like that. <laughs> All right. So Isaiah 54, starting at 17, it says, but in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every, even um, Dallas talked about that. Yeah. You will silence. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. Yeah. I, the Lord, have spoken. Yeah. You have to silence them. You do it. And that vindication comes from the Lord. Like, mm-hmm. he gave you the authority to do it. Yeah. So, when you're being talked about, your your job is, and I liked what you said uh, in the text to me, just about how... Um, some things you have to ignore. There are some oh, things. Yeah. There are some things that you have to address. So when you realize um, somebody has spoken something negative over you, and there's a possibility that you might start to believe it, you got to stand up, and you got to condemn that word. And some you don't have to say it to the person all of the time, but sometimes you got to say it out of your mouth right at that moment. Yeah. And you got to refute those lies because. There are times that those lies get into our heart and before we even know it, we're speaking it out of our mouth because we already believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're in that moment, man, I feel like quitting and then all these people are spe- speaking negative things. Your job is to rise up and condemn that accusation and s- counteract the yeah. lie mm-hmm. so that you don't start believing the lie. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how um, when there's talk going on, so my, my um, advice to you would be when there's talk going on, again, I said earlier, um, people eventually get sick and tired of hearing the talk. Like, they don't really care anymore. Eventually, it's not breaking news anymore. It's old news. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't spread as fast. And people end up not caring. Mm-hmm. People cared about murder hornets last year. And right. this year, we don't know. People cared about lantern flies, And, you know, now they're just a thing. It's not news anymore. It's just a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, if you focus on those words and there is a way that you can remove the wood from the fire yeah, or not give wood for the fire, Mm -hmm. um, you said you can't about nourishing. Yeah. If you, if you don't nourish it, if you don't nourish it, it won't grow. So don't entertain it. And and entertaining it would be, you know, for my, for me, I, if I knew like a certain person didn't like me, I would work so extra hard to prove myself to these people and be, you know, I felt I would say to Nicole, I feel like I get slapped every time. Um, I feel like I'm never good enough. I feel like the talk, like I would try to prove myself to, to certain people that I knew were talking about me. And it was like, yeah, but you know, what? I've heard so many bad things about you. I'm not sure. And yeah. it was like, I felt like I was never never um really succeeding or really doing any good but it was me doing it in my own strength me entertain me trying to feed into it me trying to entertain it in some ways and me trying to you know take matters into my own hands instead of saying no i'm not going to entertain it you think what you want to think 
Um, I'm not going to feed into it. So meaning I'm not going to feed you and I'm not going to allow that to feed me. I'm going to say what I have to say if I have to say anything. Yeah. If I have to say anything, if I have to be silent, then I be silent. And I know that God will vindicate me. I know God will clear my name. I know God will clear the path for me. And he would, the right people who belong in my life will, will stay in my life. Yeah. Um, I liked what that one meme said or whatever. It was, it said something like, be so private about your life that if somebody wanted to tell your story, they wouldn't know. Yeah. They wouldn't know it. Um, and so I think a practical tip for everybody would be, be mindful who you share your life with. Be mindful who you share information with, because that's another way to keep, uh, to not nourish yeah. the the talk that's another way to take wood off the fire if you don't give them material then they'll have nothing to burn and eventually mm-hmm. it dies down faster so my tip would be um you know speak to somebody who like not everybody is in the church world like that's not everybody's job but there's you know there's jobs that have hr mm-hmm. and so if you have a family issue a crisis a something um you can tell whoever is in charge of you who's like basically bound by confidentiality so that they know what's going on in your life but also they can't tell anybody um you want somebody to be in your corner Mm -hmm. but you don't want them to throw that wood on the fire yeah and so i would say tell somebody like that tell your shepherd if they're if they're a safe pastor somebody who you know you're safe with tell your pastor or your boss if you know you're safe with them um and really like that that needs to be it like somebody who can support you who can keep their mouth shut and if you haven't tried them out yet don't try now when you're in the middle of a a super serious crisis Mm because i'll tell you what stuff that's gone on in my life um it's been as secret as it can get because you know i i just care about my my testimony my witness and other people's lives and so i have children who are involved Mm -hmm. i care about my children and they don't need to know the details other than from my own mouth. So nobody else needs to know. Even in that, even in that, there's lots of talk that went around. Yeah. But I thank God that the only people that I that know the true and whole story, they're keeping the logs to themselves. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in a crisis, that's not the time to pick and choose who you think you're going to trust. Yeah. You got to know from the Lord who you can trust ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And no, really the talk dies down. Yep. Eventually people get sick of talking about it. And that's not going to be your life for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Number three, and we'll make this the last one because. Number three, focus on what will be, not on what shouldn't be. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Focus on what will be, not on what shouldn't be. Oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. in english <laughs> now let's try it in english um when you're feeling like you really want to quit it's a lot of the times it's because you're thinking about what shouldn't be yeah it's like people should not treat me like that i cannot believe they lied to me i can't believe um that they would do that to me mm-hmm. i can't believe it's it's all about what shouldn't be mm-hmm. um i don't believe that x y and z like it's all of these things it's focusing on what should not be like this just shouldn't be 
People shouldn't be that evil. People shouldn't be that nasty. Mm -hmm. How could they steal from me? Mm -hmm. Um, Just how could they? Yeah. Like, you already feel bad. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it already stinks. And the enemy already, like, the enemy knows, like, it hurts. The, what he would love to, to you know, um, bind you in, what he would love to, like, put you in captive is, you know, yourself, your own mind, yeah. you know, to make Rehearsing you- the hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't rehearse the hurt. Don't go over in your head over and over and over again about what should not be in, in your story right now. Yeah. Uh, it came to you. It's on your doorstep. We know it didn't come from God. And so the the devil would love for you to do his dirty work that you just keep on rehearsing the hurt. Yeah. And he can move on to somebody else. And, and you because are you're stuck. torturing yourself. Yeah. And so focus on what will be. Focus on uh, envision your life changing. Envision yourself. What does the other side of this problem look like? Yeah. What does the other side of this, man, I feel like I'm done. Like I'm just done. What does mm-hmm. the other side look like? Yeah. Envision it. Um, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. What are you, what do you hope for something to be? Because if the devil can get you, keep you from hoping, mm-hmm. if he can make it so that you're just looking at what isn't, then you never hope for what will be. And that's the first step to faith. Yeah. So then you'll never not, get there. You, you're not walking in the freedom that God has given you. You're walking bound. You're walking, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, like you, as though Jesus didn't come to set you free. You're, yeah. it's, it's almost like as though the cross didn't do anything. The cross isn't at, like the work of the cross isn't as powerful, as strong because the situation is so great in your eyes. Um, you have to, you have to be able to see the best is yet to come. You've come to you've to give me glory, you know, to bring from glory to glory, strength to strength, victory to victory. Yeah. This this too shall pass. This is all temporary. Um, you know, Jesus, you were tempted in so many ways. Jesus, you went through so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet you were still perfect. Um, I am like you. I I can overcome this. Um, you've strengthened me. You've empowered me. You've given me strength that the same power that raised you from the grave is the same power that's in me. And so I yeah. can I can put my foot on the neck of the enemy and yeah. say, this is under my feet. Yeah. Um, I see me being able to lead people and them know that I am a woman of God. Yeah. And and not that I am this trouble. You're I subject am subject to talk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I even remember in the beginning of my relationship with Mario, there was talk in the church about me not being a good wife to Mario, that I was out for Mario's money. Um <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm the Lord well, is I working mean, on this as well. I was about to say I'm the cheapest person there is out there, but I, you know, God in God Jesus wants name. me to prosper. Yeah. God wants me to prosper. That's right. But, you know, um, there's all the, there was all different kinds of talk in my life. My goodness, Father God. But I, if once I learned I need to go to the word of God, I need to go to what God says about me right. and go to what, the fact that the word says he's given me life and life in abundance and to yep. prosper me. So I'm not going to be bound by what people say. I'm going to take captive every thought that comes to mind and silence it. Yes. Tell it to be obedient to the word of God. And the word of God says this about me, not what you said or you said or he said or she said or any of that stuff. And go strictly to the word of God. Put my eyes on that. Focus yes. and make that be what I enlarge. Let me enlarge the word. 
yeah. not your word, his word. Yeah. Let me enlarge this. And then I, you'll then begin to see you'll walk in freedom. Mm-hmm. You'll walk in the power and the authority and the peace of mind yeah. uh, that, God, that God wants. I mean, he sent your son for that. The peace that not this world can offer. Yeah. And yet we're so busy trying to find peace with this world. Peace with people. <laughs> Father God. Jesus, no. Do you want to turn to the Philippians oh. one so that we have that? I have. I think you, because you have notes on it too. I do. So the Bible also says in Hebrews 12, verse 2, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Jesus is who we should be looking to. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. Focus on what will be. Focus on Jesus. Mm -hmm. He is the soon coming king. He's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. There is more to come. There is more blessings to come. Forget not all of his benefits. There is more in God. Mm -hmm. And don't focus on what shouldn't be. Focus on the fact that there is something that will be, and I can have, I have it all already in Christ Jesus. Keep your eyes fixed on him. And whatever you don't, you don't feel quite happy with or pleased with yet, there's grace. Like we're all growing. Like we're all growing. There's grace and his grace is sufficient. Like it can carry you through. Um, there, you know, we're all a work in progress. We're, we're not, we're not what, what we want to be. We haven't reached the goal yet. We're yeah. not in heaven yet. We're not, you know, the perfect glorified bodies and well, some of us more than others. <laughs> um, but show yourself some grace, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what this verse is, is about to say as well. Like you haven't quite reached it yet, but there's one thing I strive for. So the Drake's by, and I love this book, but I'm still learning it, guys. It's it's serious. So Philippians 3.13, the Drake's Study Bible says... Uh, let us know the verse. Like, oh, read the verse if I'll you can first. Okay. So again, it was Philippians 3.13, and it says, Brethren, I count not myself to, ha- to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, mm-hmm. forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. And the study... Bible says, I forget the ground I have covered in the race. I cannot waste time over the past. You know, I, like I said before, there was years that I felt like, man, it's never getting better. There's so many people that don't like me. There's so many people that are saying all these different things about me. Um, The time, it just seems like it's never going to get better. It's creeping into people I love. It's creeping into um, my, my inner circle and and it's really affecting me my family my family at home um i'm coming home frustrated and then i'm frustrated Mm -hmm. with my kids i'm frustrated with my husband and it was years of this and it's because no one has ever been frustrated frustrated with their spouse out there right (laughs) never so there's years of this and it's because I am not forgetting about what's behind me. I'm holding on to it. It's hurting me. I'm dwelling in it. And I'm, I'm th- trying to figure it out. How can I fix the problem? How can I clear my name when the Bible says he is the one who will vindicate me? But I'm trying to do his job. Yeah. And I'm fixing my eyes on the problem and not fixing my eyes on, on him. I had to forget what is behind me. I can't waste my time on that. You have to eventually get to a point where you're like, listen, no more meetings. I'm so sorry. T.D. Jakes, you have to have so many meetings because you don't do any deleting. Oh, 
That's right. No, I can't waste my time on this. I got a, I got a goal in mind. I, there's a work that God has. And that I think that's something like from Pastor Nicole, I really started to learn. Um, no, there's work to be done. Yeah. Like, you know Jesus? Okay, good. Then, like, well, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, there's work yeah. to be done. There's people who need to know. There's people that need to know the love of God. And so, no, I'm going to forget what's behind me. Yeah. And I'm going to press on. I cannot waste time over the past. I reach forth to that which is before me in the race. I strain mm. every nerve and muscle and use every ounce of my strength to win. You can't use every ounce of your strength if you're giving it into other people. You can't use your strength to win if you're busy thinking about how you've lost. Yeah. Or mm -hmm. what you've lost. Mm -hmm. Or what people have taken from you. Mm -hmm. If you're using your strength to rehearse and rehash those things mm -hmm. and to look back everybody knows if you if you look at your phone you go in the direction that you're looking yeah if you're driving and yeah. you look at your phone you're gonna veer mm -hmm. if you're driving and you're like me where you want to see what happened at that accident or what happened like the police officer pulled somebody over and they're in their car you want to see what their face looks like yeah that happened today <laughs> Um, my mom was like, oh, look, at look, boys, it's a police officer. We're on the carriage. Uh -huh. We're outside on the carriage. Look at the police officer. And we're like, huh? And then she's like, he's writing somebody a ticket. Here, there was a car. We thought it was just like he was giving it to a parked, like it was a parking ticket. Oh, uh, uh-huh. There was a car with the window rolled down. And, and the guy heard it. The guy heard it. Um, and then we're like, oh my gosh, we're horrible. Cause we're all like, yeah, look at the police officer. But anyway, wherever you look, that's where you end up going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're looking back, you'll go backwards. Mm -hmm. If you look backwards, if you rehearse, if you rehash all the hurt, all the pain, um, everything that's been in the past, it's, I'm not saying ignore it forever. Like don't ignore the fact that it happened, but if that's what you're rehearsing and rehashing, you got to eventually come to a point where you're healed and you forget it. Yeah. If you're never healed, then you don't, you are not laying hold of what Christ has already done for you. Yeah. And no, literally no judgment, but there's more for We've you. We've all done it. There's more for you. I've had to come to a point and go, where am I putting my energy? Yeah. Where am I putting my energy? Where am I putting my strength in? Am I am I putting it in this problem or am I putting it in the 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 plan and purpose God has for me? Yeah. What am I am, am I really putting every strength to win this race or am I giving him a little bit of me so that I can fix this problem? Right. So that I can fix this problem. Yeah. I have to give him every ounce of my strength so that I can win. My future depends on it. Mm -hmm. I had to come to a point and I learned the hard way in many times. My children depend on it. Yeah. My husband depends on it. The souls that the Lord has um, me ministering to depend on it. The people that I'm going to be in contact with yeah. depend on it. Yes. Um, you know, my my best friend depends on it. Yeah. Our, we need to be, you know, right-minded, you know, yep. for each other. Um, so yeah. my future depends on it. If I'm putting my strength in other things and not in God, um, I'm I'm setting myself up my children up my husband up mm -hmm. my best friend up my community uh church members you know we're for heartache for pain yeah. we'll be missing out on something yeah our lives depend on it i am running for my life my life my family 
I press toward the mark. That is, I pursue the white line in the stadium upon which all mm. runners must keep their eyes fixed. Yeah. Lest I be disqualified. Mm. Keep your eyes fixed. Lest you waste 10 years yeah. and look back and go, it yeah. didn't have to be. That's good. It didn't have to be. Lest I be disqualified. Yeah. Sheesh. No, no Yikes. more. Don't give people no more of that. No. Don't quit. That's what the enemy wants you to do. <laughs> uh, some of those people, that's what they want you to do. Other people talk in ignorance because they don't know. Um, don't give it that. No. Mario said you become salty like Lot's wife because you keep looking back. Yeah, don't be salty. There's lots of people who are salty. And then what are they good for? They're like, they're useless. Mm -hmm. Like Lot's wife. Thank mm -hmm. you, Mario. You're so full of wisdom. <laughs> the deep sigh before saying I feel. I feel like he popped on just to say that. And then he's going to pop off again. Pop off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Peace out. That's probably a bad thing. Anyway. Peace out. Um... So all of that, I hope you're encouraged. You will ha always have reasons to quit. Mm -hmm. What you need to look for is how am I coming out of this? Mm -hmm. And you can make a decision. Am I going to come out? And if I am, I need to start making decisions right now. I need to focus on the fact that things will get better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mario, he's, he's been listening the whole time. Things will get better. The talk will die down. That breaking news will be old news soon. And fix your eyes on what will be. Focus on what will be. Because yeah. there is a what will be mm -hmm. in Christ. There is a hope that we look forward to. There is a yeah. future that we look forward I to. I was listening to, and I know, so stop me when I have to stop. But I was listening to that one podcast that you, you sent to me to listen to uh, from Carrie Holmes, The Dream Again. Oh, that was a long time ago. Okay, well, Father. I listen to a lot of Ted Shellsworth, so he's on, <laughs> on straight repeat. But I've gotten, like, all hundreds of his podcasts. But, you know, I'm just thinking, focus, fix your eyes on Jesus and not on the problem, not on the people. And also, like, from the podcast that Carrie Holmes, that Nicole sent me from Carrie Holmes, dream again. Yeah. So don't just fix your eyes, but then... You know, dream of God doing doing it. Dream yeah. dream something. Dream whatever it is. Dream your dream. Dream your dream. Um, think about and I know Nicole said something about it, what will be. That's a part of dreaming. Um, but dream it. Um spark that faith up in you yeah. again because that's what a lot of this does. It kinda like I know it did for me. It was like it dulls you. It, it did. It really did. And it almost made me think, oh, I don't have I don't have the faith to be anything. I don't have what it takes to be anything. I and you and you only, you have to set that fire again. You have to yeah. stir up. Yep. Um stir up the gift of God. Yeah, you have to stir it up again. And so you can dream. Fix your eyes on Jesus and dream with him. Yeah. You know? Allow him to to spark, you know, spark like this love again. It, your yeah. first love just yep the spark again you know like if you think of a relationship and it's not going good and you're like you know we should go out we should go on a marriage retreat we should do this we to that spark make the sparks go do that do that with with the lord yeah. you know lord i kind of got my eyes off of you mm -hmm. and i want i want to i want to spark something up again I, I now i understand i'm forgive me i was wrong i had my eyes on them and not on you lord it's me and you it's date night every night me and you yeah you know what i mean yeah. dream with him so we just want to encourage you um, 
just something that I'm thinking about right now is, do you think that Billy Graham woke up when he was 10 or 15 and knew that he was going to be the voice to several nations and international voice and who knows how many thousands of salvations do you, and not that, you know, this is just a a name that I think of because I pray, I pray for these people. Do you think Lady Gaga, you know, she woke up when she was 15 or 20 I don't know. Yeah, she was probably famous by the time she was 20. But do you think that she thought those thoughts about herself back when she was tempted to quit? Mm. Um, who was it? Jim, Jim from The Office. I just saw this just recently. Oh, you would. There's an interview of, I don't know his real name, but Jim from The Office he told his mom, I'm going to go pursue acting in New York or whatever. And she said, okay, but in two years, if you haven't hit it big or you haven't caught something, I want you to come back home. Is that okay? And he said, okay, deal. Two years hits and he was still nothing. He hadn't really gotten a job. He was waiting tables and he said, mom, come pick me up. Like, I want to come back home now. And she was like, you know, it's December. Wait till the end of the year. Like, not December end of the year, but like the end of the, I don't know, like by the summer, basically. Mm-hmm. And he said two weeks later is when he got the office. Ah. Uh. You don't know who you will be. Yeah. But also our lives are better because of, because of Billy Graham. Our lives are better. Our lives are changed. You don't know who God needs needs you to influence and needs yeah. you to bless and needs you to help. Mm-hmm. And no, none of us are sitting here thinking about uh, who we will be. We don't know the who we will be in yeah. the future. Um, God knows that, and that's why he's pressing you. Yeah. That's why he's saying, let's go. Get up again. Get back up. Don't quit. You have a gift and a call from God that are irrevocable Mm -hmm. and he will use you. He will bless you and he's going to, he blesses you and then you bless other nations. You bless other people. He's blessed you to be a blessing and you get to get to enjoy it while you're in the midst of it. Yeah. So we love you guys so much. If you think that you're going to quit, come turn this on again Mm -hmm. and listen to it over again. And no, God's no respecter of persons. We felt like quitting before. And there will be reasons. There's always a reason to quit. Mm-hmm. But you got to look for the reason to win. And that's because God made a way for you. Amen. And there's always. more in Christ. There's always more in Christ. Mm-hmm. Let us pray. Mm-hmm. And then we can get going. Father, we thank you so much for your goodness, for your faithfulness. I thank you that you've been faithful. You've brought us through. Yeah. There's no reason we should have made it other than the fact that your grace is enough. Your grace is sufficient for us, God, and you are all powerful. Your power is at work in us. The same power that rose Jesus from the grave is alive in us, and it quickens our mortal bodies. When we feel Mm -hmm. like quitting, you show us from your word. We'll go from strength to strength and glory to glory. From victory to victory, as our days are, so shall our strength be. Thank you, Father. We speak over every discouraged person now in the sound of our voices in Jesus' name. We call them to receive encouragement from your Holy Spirit. We call them to receive encouragement and comfort now in the name of Jesus. Father, show them that this is not the end, that the enemy doesn't get to write the last chapter of their book. 
that you, God, will get the last laugh, and so will they. They'll be laughing along with you at everything that the enemy tried but failed at. I thank you, Father, that you are a good God, and that you have good plans for us. We love you so much. We thank you for today. In Jesus' yes. name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, if you like this, please share, comment. We'll be picking somebody who won the book today. God bless you. I don't know. One of the books, The Power of the Imagination. We'll surprise you. We'll surprise, we'll surprise you. you. Whatever I have more of. God bless.